When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, shit. I'm a Giants fan. I'm a, wait, do I sound good, by the way? I just want to make sure. You do. All right, cool. Um, yeah, no, I don't want this to ever get fucked up. It's not like Tony Romo was just like the worst of the worst. And I actually do on a certain level, I actually do kind of respect Tony Romo because he used to make shit hard for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, pause. Like, he used to really, it used to be like, <laughs> damn, dog. Like, we got to play the Cowboys on opening night. Shit might get a little hairy out there. And him, he used to find Jason Witten for some late game touchdown every time and break our heart. So I respect him on a certain level. But crying for that nigga? Nigga. So, so that is your that's the one only blemish. blemish with I love Tio. I love Tio. Like I think mm. there's a true argument to be made, and I would not argue against it for him being the greatest wide receiver ever, or like the best wide receiver Ooh. ever. Let me not say greatest, the best, because greatest is about like decoration. So, okay. I think that's Jerry yeah. Lewis. What's the difference yeah. between greatest and well, best? Well, this is this is for me, and I always say this. This is okay. just my own thing. The difference between greatest and best is like. You might find somebody that's, like, better skill-wise, right? Like, skill, technically skilled, Mm -hmm. better than somebody. So, they might be able to, uh, like, rap-wise, right? Let's look at rappers. Black Thought is probably a better rapper than Jay-Z. Better. Mm. He's not greater than Jay-Z because he doesn't have the accomplishments, the story, um, the contribution to hip-hop. Greatness, I think, speaks to the accolades and the... You know, it's more of like the all-around kind of shit. I think best only speaks to skill and, you know, art like the the, the know-how, the how-to of it. So, T.O., okay. catch everything, run any route, big, physical, fast, smart, all of that. Greatest, probably Jerry Rice because he got the numbers. You know what I mean? So, greatness is more right. of a your stamp on the Like uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Tom Brady, skill-wise. He's not greater mm-hmm. than Tom. Tom is the GOAT. Like, niggas can't even play play games with Tom. He's the GOAT. Pat Mahomes, skill-wise, yeah. is he better than Brady? Maybe you can debate it. Greater? No, never. I like that. I like that argument. Yeah, yeah, man. That's 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 the way I separate it when people say greatest and the best. And it's like, you know, I, it's, it's two different things. Sometimes they line up. Sometimes. Man. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, let's welcome our listeners back to the society. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's Queen V from the South, baby, watch your mouth. You know I'm joined with Mari. You know, how how you feeling over there with your Giants? How they do? Listen, first of all, we want to know. So y'all got to talk to me a different kind of way. If your team is not (laughs) one to know, and if your team 
you know, just ain't us. You just kind of got to watch your mouth a little bit. That's all. That's all I want you to do, you know? But it's me. <laughs> That's y'all, right. y'all know Y'all know what it is. You hear the voice of me. You know the headline, man. It's me. I'm in the building. Yeah, we yeah. out here, man. It's about that time, B. I'm going to tell you what's sad, though. We haven't been 1-0 or even over 500 in, like, six years. It's wow. Sad. It's sad, but it's a beautiful day. <laughs> Ooh, what? That's why you are, like, extra happy right now. What? I was so, Good listen. Good for you. I was Good so for- hyped. We gonna we gonna we gonna get into all of that, man. We we, we definitely gonna get into okay. all of that. We got a couple things to get into. Uh, first and foremost, yeah, I we say, do. Shout out to BD. Shout out to good people over at Slick. Uh, shout out to Ken Marshall. Ken Marshall, if you guys don't know by now, man, very funny guy, very cool guy, uh, part of the Slick family, and he has the Hoop Her Women's Dunk Contest going on every Friday night, 8 p.m. Yeah. Yep. Download the Caffeine app. It's free. It's free. Download that thing. Download it. We like and that. Then and then, <laughs> download that thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> once you download the app, you go in there, you follow Slick, S-L-I-C, same as on the socials and all that. It's all in the description. And then you can go ahead and sign up, and you can you can watch these, you know, every Friday. And if you're in the L.A. area and you're a good person and you know the right people, <laughs> you can pull up to the live taping of it. It's right at the studio. That's right. It's right there. It's there. Food, drinks, good people. All of that. Wait, you know? they got food? Great. Man, they got, they got food. food. Oh, they got shit. Food, man. They got food. That's all you had to say. And That's all you drinks. had to say. And not just drinks, but drinks. You feel me? Drank. So okay. you can have your drinks, but then you got the drinks too. You know, and then you have a you have a good time out there, man. It's a lot of people, man. A lot of great people, a lot of special, important, forward thinking people pulling up to these spots, man. So come through and That's all that. Good. But if you can't you definitely make it, need more of that. Yeah, download the app. Watch it, man. Friday nights, 8 p.m., man. It's, 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 it's lit. That shit, is, that shit is fire, man. Shout out to Ken Marshall. He got something going with yeah. this. I ain't gonna hold you. Shout yeah. out to Ken. Where you want to start, um, though? So we, got a, we got a lot of things to get look, to. Look, do you see my shirt right now? I you see, see my shirt. Oh, I see it. Listen, the infamous, the world-renowned Death Row Records. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 26 years ago, on this date, as we're recording, mm. we lost a legend. Yeah. Probably one of the biggest losses that the hip hop culture suffered. You know what I mean? Um, where were you 26 years ago when you heard that Tupac passed? Um, damn man, I, I want to say I was probably with my cousins. If I'm if I'm just remembering right, because we would always like spend time together, whether you know whether it was uh, summertime or you know just whatever, right? Yeah. And we listened to Pac heavy. We'd be in the basement. Mm-hmm trying to see who remember the most verses. Like, you know, that's how we did with rap <laughs> overall. You know, whether it was Big, yeah. Pac, uh, whoever it was. But Pac specifically, you know, had a, a, a definitely made a, a great mark on my life as a kid. So I'm sure I was either with my cousins, with my friends, something. But I but I know for a fact that, like, I remember hearing that news and I remember seeing, like, the moods of people change, like the adults and all of that just kind of change. Yeah. And it's like... It's like, damn, you know, it was it was deeper than rap. You know, I think, uh, you know, I might have been even too young to grasp just how devastating of a loss that was because Pac wasn't just a rapper. He was, you know, he, he represented on a, on, a, on a greater level than that. So it was, yeah, that was, yeah, man, he was an, shit. He was everywhere. Yeah, 100%. He was a political force. He was an yeah. actor and a great one at that. Like, Absolutely. we didn't even really get to tap into, like, Tupac as an actor. Yeah. He had some movies, you know, that was in the in the works, but mm-hmm. you know, didn't get a chance real, real, real to quick, really see I, his I career say this. flourish. I don't think I've ever said this on any podcast before, but if you go watch the forty year old virgin, 
and you specifically pay attention to Romney Malco's character, I could see Tupac playing that character. Oh my goodness. Once, if yeah. you go back and li- just yeah. watch how he moved, watch how he talk, watch uh-huh. how he act, just um his even like his his mannerisms, that's Pac right like to me. I can that's see that. Pac. And Romney Malco already paid uh MC Hammer in the old joint. I don't know if y'all know about that. Oh, yeah. I might not have been outside back then, but yeah, yeah. But I just, yeah. I just wanted to say that before I forgot about it. But, you know, he was supposed to be Jody and Baby Boy. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. he passed. Tyrese took on that role. And I think Tyrese did a phenomenal job. And that. Yeah. In that movie, there's a huge, like, Tupac painting on in Jody's wall. room, yep. which, you know, um, pays tribute to yeah. Tupac. Um, I would have loved have seen Tupac play that role. I think he could have did some I loved him shit, in Poetic man. Justice, but yeah. that would have been great seeing him. And I'm not sure if, you know, Taraji was the actress that would have been, you know, his co-star, right, but right. it would have been incredible just to yeah, see him yeah. in a in a romantic drama situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, man. 26 years ago, uh, I was in Lexington, North Carolina. i never forget. North Carolina? I, <laughs> I was in the car when um, the news dropped that he had passed. Now, we knew that he was in the hospital. You know, they were trying to save his life, but he succumbed to his injuries. So, that was really sad. I remember my mom crying. My mom was a huge Tupac fan. Yeah. Like, a lot of black women. Absolutely, yeah. His fine ass. Lord have mercy. So, of course, the girls is is sick. (laughs) The ladies are crying. Dudes but to, all the dudes I, that would have got nose rings and shit, they were sick too. <laughs> they were sick. Tattoos on the stomach, on the neck, yeah. Any any enemy, oh. anybody ever drank Hennessy, you know what I mean? They was mourning, you know what I mm, mean? Yeah, <laughs> and I remember it didn't hit me until later that evening that they were playing like tributes and montages yeah. on the news, like Entertainment Tonight and all these different networks. And... They showed a picture of Tupac when he was like four years old. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is somebody's son. Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like eight, nine years old, like, and I felt that. I was like, wow, yeah. this is a person that just passed. Like, this is a real human being whose life was taken. You know what's scary about that, too? And I think the reason why it didn't really hit us like that is because before Pac passed away, not only was death an ongoing theme in his music, but even yeah. the video where Bokeem Woodbine is in there, you know what I'm saying? Woo! He's playing. Yep. I ain't mad at you. Know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you see it happen, and then it's like, even once he's gone, you get the, uh, what's the Do For Love joint, where it's like the cartoon, and yeah. but the but the things that he was talking about was still so relevant, it was like, it he almost didn't seem. so many seem, tears. Yeah. All it, the, it, all it the almost, songs was just foreshadowing. It almost seemed like it didn't really happen, because it was like, wait a minute, he kind of played, he was alive in the video when he played himself, passed away, but then he, there's a cartoon video mm-hmm. and what he's talking about is still relevant, so yeah, his, 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 um, the, the loss of Tupac, and again, people, you know, you make jokes and but, all that, like, it's, it's cool, but Pac is Pac, man, like. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, going back to what you just said about, like, his videos and stuff, yeah, I think that's why all of the rumors came back were, you know, circling, circulating that he was actually alive. Like he right. faked his death because there's no way that, that yeah. he could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, rest in peace to the legend. Yeah, and um, Park, unfortunately, man. yesterday we lost another um, yeah. guy in the rap game. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace to P&B Rock. P&B Rock that man. 
sucks. That shit sucks. Like, yeah. this honestly bothers me so fucking much. Yeah. Because, one, there was a video of him that was posted of him after he was shot, laying on the floor in his blood. You know, there's people trying to comfort him, I guess, until, like, the ambulance got there. But he was, you know, robbed at Roscoe's. And a lot of people are blaming the woman that he was with because she posted their location right. at Roscoe's in South Central LA that, you know, this is where they're hanging out. This is where they're getting food. But instead of blaming the woman for posting the location, of course, yes, be more careful. Stop posting your location. If you really have to post where you are, wait until you leave, honey. Yeah. Just wait. Don't let everybody know what how you're moving. But... We need to blame the people who actually committed this heinous crime. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, it's so 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 even even with that, right? Like the people who did it. Um, this area is one that shout out to Jason Madison, friend of the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, gang, gang. And he spoke on that, and he was like, "Yo, I've lived in LA my whole life, and I'm from South Central, and I've never been to that Roscoe's location because you kind of like know." What's going on over there? So even so, mm-hmm. so with everybody coming at this this young lady on social media about her posting the location, whether she did or didn't, that's that area was shark infested, so to speak. You know what I mean? So it's like right. it just was what it was, right? Like I'm sure that they didn't do this knowing that they were walking into a dangerous. It probably looked like it was it was a hype right then. You know what I mean? Like I, right. you know, um, but yeah, I think that there does need to be more focus on like the loss of life and not trying to place blame on. You know, oh, this is what happened. And it's like, it's fucked up, man. I'm seeing a lot of people saying, yo, like, when you come to L.A., like, you got to check in. You got to make sure, like, you straight. You just can't be out here with jewelry. You got to, like, I I just find that to be so, it's it's dumb. I'm going to just be real. I find it to be really, it's it's so stupid because. Like, in bad taste or timing or. Like, it's just just bad. The idea of it. Just the whole idea of it. Now, I could see this making sense if this is you protecting your community, protecting your hood, making sure, mm-hmm. like, shit is straight. But you guys aren't keeping that same energy when white people are pulling up and gentrifying your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, you got someone here who is going into your community and eating at this restaurant that is, not, like, notorious for black people to pull up at. Why can't this man come and enjoy a meal in, in peace. Why y'all running up on people? On another yeah. black man? Why yeah. are we doing this? Like, I understand there are people out here who are poor, yeah. starving. They, you know, looking for a come up. But, yo, like, we got to take care of one another. We can't be out here hurting each other. It, it's just so frustrating to see people losing their lives over jewelry and then yeah. try to justify, like, oh, you know, you ain't from here and you can't be out here. You got to have security. To go eat, my nigga? Hey, I mean, really? look, I'm, I'm going to tell you, as fucked up as it might sound, like, yeah, be, because shit is nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never, if, if if you came to my city or if anybody that I know came to my city with me and, like, I just sent them to this Coney Island over here on this block and that block, like, a part of you got to, like, I, and, and, you know, I'm saying this because, like, I lost a close homie of mine, like a childhood friend of mine, like, a couple years ago to gun violence in the Coney Island, like the one that I'm talking about right now, like just mm-hmm. being there, 
like just being there in that environment. But we already kind of knew, like in the city, you know the spots to not go to. Um, I think that, I think that I wish that more of this was not centered at like uh, victim blaming. You know what I mean? Like I wish that I wish the people's yeah. tones wasn't so on victim blaming, but more That's so as a cautionary tale. Yeah, but more as a cautionary tale. I think they need to tailor in a way where you're telling people like, hey, look, you see what's going on out here. It shouldn't be this way, but unfortunately it is. And so mm-hmm. when you come here, try to try to be as careful as you can. And if you're not sure, make a call if you can and let's see what's going on. And let's see if somebody can help you figure it out. So I, on, on that side of things, like, yes, I do want people to move safe, but I don't want anybody to victim blame this man. This man was out there minding his own business, not bothering anybody, enjoying the meal. I don't care what he had on. He could have had a million chains on. He could have had a million dollars sitting on the counter. That's his. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be this way. It's, it's, it's fucked up. I just hope that moving forward, it's people that can learn something from this other than victim blaming and like uh, gatekeeping grief. You know what I'm saying? Like people right. like, oh, well, that well, you part. didn't. Oh, man, well, well, you can't name 10. Listen, I don't need to recognize this man from anything. This man could have been a regular nine to five dude. That's a loss of life, and it's a black man. And, I, and that shit hurts. Hearing that news yeah. like really did something to my mood. It bothered me. I never met this yeah. man. I don't know him from you know from nothing. I know him because he's an entertainer. But like man, it's you know. Uh, I met him in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to my job. I was his server. I was like the stage manager. So whenever yeah. we had artists, I always took care of the artists. So I remember thinking like you know I, I know he's really young. I don't really know much about his music, but when he was there. He was the most mature, calm, chill, peaceful person I had mm. ever seen come through there. Usually it's like, oh, this is my first show in Vegas. We better turn up and it's a huge entourage mm-hmm. and it's like a lot happening. But he was just sitting there just so fucking cool. I was honestly like impressed. I was like, look at him. Like he is just so yeah. chill. Yeah. And he did something that one only one other artist has done, which is tip the servers. Him mm. implies. He like artists they come, they get paid a bag to come and perform. They have a writer. It's like I want this this type of liquor and food. Yeah. I only when want I nothing get but there. green gummy bears in my shit when I pull Right. Up. Like <laughs> people really have their writers, but his writer was straight. Like he just had like some Moed and just a couple drinks and yeah. you know, I'm making sure that he's taken care of. Yeah. But before he left, he pulled me and the other waitress to the side and gave yeah. us some money. I was just That's like, beautiful. you really don't have to do that because no one does that. Yeah. But he went out of his way to make sure the servers were taken care of. And I just, that always stuck with me. Every time I yeah. would ever see his name in media, I always thought like, yeah, it's a good dude. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool yeah. people. You love to hear stories like that about people, Um, you know, because if you left the impact on anybody's life, you know what I mean? Like you did your job, you know, and so um, you know, our, yeah. our deepest condolences, our sincerest condolences to his family and loved ones. Um, you just I always think back to like my, my homeboys and my brother and you know, other family members and things like that, where it's like, man, I can I can only imagine what his family is going through. Like, this guy has some status, so now you gotta look online and you can you can search his name and you can see videos, or you can see people's opinions, or you can see shit like that. I can't imagine what that would do to me if my brother was right. like, you know, has some type of notoriety in the world where right. like everybody from every part of the world from the country can just have an opinion on this man didn't know him from anything so i do want to encourage people um be sensitive to what's going on you know what i mean like be respectful and just understand like bro that shit could have been anybody you know what i mean so like just kind of 
Watch your words about how you feel about people like online and thing. They have family and friends and people that love them. They don't want to see their name and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like even if you got a point to make, try not to use them to make it. Please, like just please, just look. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of talking about people online, yes, we got uh, Miss Nicki Minaj. Oh, she is man. out here. <laughs> she is back again with the with the fucking shenanigans, man. The she nanigans, goddamn. She nanigans. She put the she in like... shenanigans, like goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot, like. I, I don't know. And she put her again in that motherfucker too. Now that I'm thinking about it, cause she did. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Yeah, she she's really contributing to a lot of shenanigans, yo. One thing that's like really bothering me is the whole stand culture. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Nicki Minaj fans, the Barb's. Damn, what did just... she say to you guys? Like, is there like a secret email newsletter chain that's going out, like telling it's y'all some type to of fucking whistle or something? That yeah, only they can like hear. that only they can hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. It is the craziest thing in the world. Like, I don't ever type her name because they're searching and waiting for anybody to say oh, no. anything about her, so they can oh, go crazy. Like, for, I have a friend. For weeks. My one of my friends, Mandy. Okay, from. Full Court Pump, See the Thing Is Podcast, Horrible Decisions. Shout out to Mandy. Yo, shout out to her. But I remember going to New York, and this is the first time I had ever heard of the term shadow band. She mm. went on another podcast, and she said some things about Nikki. Pretty much like she's really just not a friendly person. She's not a girl's girl. Mm. And I guess Nikki heard this and literally sent her fans straight to Mandy's page and they just commenting the nastiest shit on her page, yeah. reporting her page. And so, you know, she's verified and all this stuff, but even with me following Mandy, I would type in her name in the Instagram bar. Like if I need to go to her page to see something, whatever, Yeah, I had to type it out in full before it would even pop yep. up because pop her up, fans yeah, got her shit banned. It's the craziest Dang. shit. Like, what what's wrong with saying hey i don't even know how to how to say it like you can't accept constructive criticism because yeah. you enjoy her as a rapper yeah that's exactly what it is it's it's a lack of accountability and then it's also like living vicariously through someone who mm. you kind of identify with so you view a person you view an attack on them as an attack on you because you think uh. that you're you know what i'm saying like it's like the it's like it's like back when Jay Z and Nas was beefing, there was a divide between Jay Z and Nas fans where you had to pick a side. Yeah. It was like if you're a Jay Z guy, oh you this type of dude. Oh if you're a yeah. Nas guy, oh you that type of. And it was just a, you know what I mean. So I I feel like that's kind of what's going on with Nicki because her fans are. And I will say this, her fans are loyal. You know what I'm saying they they're loyal. They will whatever she say that shit goes with them. She has like a legitimate army. Um. I just think that right now it's kind of setting in. And I think we probably had this conversation before that this is not just like the Nicki Minaj invitational any longer. Like, it's just like, it's, it's more, you know, and I think Lotto spoke to this recently, right? Like Lotto was talking about how like for so long it was just Nicki. And I, and I think we talked about this. It was at the award shows, Nicki win best uh, female rapper, uh, female rap album of the year, female single, female, whatever. And it was, it was all mm-hmm. her all the time. And once the playing field started to get, I don't want to say even because she's a legend in her own right. So maybe some of these girls aren't on her her status like on, on that 
type of time. But they're talented. They're out here. They're visible. And they're, they're like, doing their thing. And I don't think she's ever had a climate like this. So now it's hard to, it's hard to fathom Which is that wild. Shit. It's like, it's like, you're, you're just not a girl's girl. And it comes off as you, you look like a hater. Why would you yeah. not want female rap to grow and become huge? You just want to be the, the girl and the only girl? Like, right. is that not weird behavior? Where no yeah. one else can shine. Yeah. And it's like, and like she has this remix out and she has, you know, some girls on the, on the uh, track with her. Mm-hmm. Um, JT is on there. Bia, yep. um, you know, some, some other girls. And she said that she chose those girls to be on this remix because they congratulated her on a number one. So it's like, unless you are out here publicly, like, <laughs> Showing how much you really fuck with me and kissing my ass, then I don't fuck with you. Unless you're doing that, cool. Mm, But mm. if you're not, yeah, you can go. You can go eat shit. And then also, if you are kissing my ass, the second you stop, you can be replaced too. Like you'll be out of here too. So don't think that you just, you know, whatever. And for me, it's the same conversation we had about future before. I told, I, I keep telling you guys this: the reason why future is going to be around for a long time, and the reason why future will be regarded as like the goat of a generation. Is because Future understands that he's hot and lighting somebody else's fire off of his shit don't take away from him being Future. That's the reason exactly. why you see him doing songs with Babyface Ray, 42 Doug, uh, mm-hmm. Peasy. You see him doing with all of these guys, That's all of these young guys, ESTG, any guy that's young and that's in that realm, gonna thug. You can't name a dude that he ain't work with. Lil Baby, like, you cannot name right. one of the young dudes. And guess what? When Future's name get on that song, their view go up, you know, as well. And Future's like, yeah. look, I'm going to ingratiate myself with all of these young dudes, and I'm going to make sure that these dudes feel the love. That's the reason why Future everybody will always be able eat. to reach back. Yeah, everybody can yes. eat. Every, everybody everybody can eats, eat. B. I saw the movie. Yeah. That's so hated for. I don't know <laughs> if y'all right. didn't. Go back and watch that. It's going to be homework <laughs> for y'all. But that's why I always applaud Future. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. Even Drake. The art. Like, even Drake, he'll See, do that. The art of collaboration. Yeah. If you know that you are that, can't nobody take your shine. Can't nobody take attention away from you. Yeah. If you are so threatened by somebody else, like, that should just make you want to go harder. It's like, oh, and, wow. And you being Megan threatened Stout by them inspired. and you, and cool, you kind of shitting a song on them, with her. it's going to make them want to go at you and get you out the way and not include you on certain shit. But if you, if you embrace these dudes... They're going to always call you big bro. Hey, big bro. They're going to make sure you good. Like, it's just what it is. I'm going to be real. If I was one of these rap girls and she's out here subbing me and talking shit to me, I would never let her forget why she could not perform at the VMAs last year. Oh, shit. Do you know why she couldn't perform at the VMAs last year? (laughs) I got an idea. Because that motherfucker was too close to a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, man. I was I was gonna I, I didn't know the establishment, but I knew it was too close to something where it was yeah. too close <laughs> to a Chuck E. Cheese, my nigga. And that is disgusting. And, 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 and for those who don't get that off of just like just that statement alone, it's nasty. It's it's nasty. It's nasty. The fact that you have to call ahead and see, like, wait, how close is that to the middle school? No, I don't think we're gonna be able to swing that. That is the craziest thing. And then this year she got like the video Vanguard award, but they had to make sure in order for her to be able to 
pull up and accept that award, it had to be in the right location. I would yeah. never let her forget this whole nasty situation that's going on with her. I would name, yeah. I would title my album Chuck E. Cheese. And the, the title track would be party. about her. Yeah, have the album. And then do tours. <laughs> And do a tour where you only go to like schools, Chuck E. Cheese. Do they still got Jeepers? Is Jeepers still a thing? Or am I just some old? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I all of that. I haven't seen that in a long yeah, time. All of that. All, all of those little establishments and shit like that, man. Um, like, the shit is ugly, shit. yo. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nasty. And, and like, the, the girls are coming at Nikki, too. Like, I'm not sure if you saw on Twitter what was trending. Hey. Which, which, I'm sorry, black women are so fucking funny. No, they, no, black, I was just about to say, they're so creative, dog. <laughs> so creative. Like, we really have the button of the, like, we have the yeah. culture right here under our fingertips. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that we start becomes cool. Shout so, Kinta, what was trending? Yes, shout out. Shout out to Cheryl Lee um, Ralph. Shout out. The Emmys, yes. Oof. Yes, yes. It's another, another um, so, what was trending was it's giving coke. <laughs> it was a, a line, a line that Lotto said in mm-hmm. um in her song It's Giving. But yeah, she's like, it's giving coke. Cause mm. Nikki has been up online going in. Yeah. Going in. And she I think she said she hadn't slept in like two days. Yeah. And she's like, you know, doing Queen Radio and doing all these different things and she yep. just going on these tangents and people are like, Girl, are you okay? <laughs> Like, you need to take a break. Yeah. But, you know, it it is I mean, what it is. But, yes. Shout out to Cheryl Lee, Cheryl Lee Ralph, the yes. original dream girl, the original Dina Jones, honey. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. She should have gotten an Emmy long ago. Yeah. This long is like, this is like uh, is Nas that. getting the, um, winning the, uh, the Grammy. Winning a Grammy, you know I mean? for real. Nas getting, Nas getting yes. the Grammy for his shit is just like this. Like, this shit should have been happening mad long ago. So, I'm, long I'm not ago. mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. A little long yeah. overdue. Very long overdue, but very well deserved. So. <laughs> all right, Mari. We were talking a little NFL earlier. So, mm-hmm. if you could, for people like myself who didn't yeah. get a chance to watch week one or see yeah. any games, can you give us, you know, a little recap? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I would be glad to. Um, so let's start. Let's take it right from the top. Um, Thursday night football, which officially kicked off the uh, the twenty twenty two twenty twenty three NFL season, was the Bills and the defending champion Rams. You know, the Bills went in there, did their thing, got crazy on them. You know, but uh, Sunday was a Sunday. Sunday was incredible, man. You know, um, I got a chance to watch Joe Burrow and the and the Bengals go against Mr. Trubisky. Yes, you heard that right, Mr. Trubisky and the Steelers, and you know. It was a great game. I, th- I thought that, the, you know, the Bengals would probably run away with that game just, you know, by how they looked last year. But um, they actually lost that game in overtime by a field goal. Um, obviously, Pat Mahomes, man, he's been listening to all the whispers everybody's been having about, oh, what is he going to look like without Tyreek Hill? What is he going to – oh, he's yes, just going to yes. be Pat um, Mahomes so like he's always been. That's all. <laughs> we were talking That's about all. I mean – you know, so everybody starts talking about some that. Some people, up, like, that. people yeah, like just, myself who this is still Pat Mahone, wasn't able to tune in no to week one. 30 for 39, 360 yards. Like, stop playing with this guy, please. I know his brother does mm. weird shit and his girl, you know, does <laughs> weird shit, but this is still Pat Mahone <laughs> we're talking about. Let's be respectful. Please let's be respectful to this guy. Um, you got Minnesota Vikings 
smoked Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. I knew it was going to be a long day for the Packers when the very first time Aaron Rodgers threw the ball, he hit a wide receiver in stride in his hands, and he dropped it. And I was like, yep, that's just going to be that kind of afternoon. And that's just what it was. Um, Justin Jefferson ran all over them. Uh, That's just what it was. The um, Let's talk about the AFC South for a second. A lot of people like to give the NFC East a lot of, you know, shit talk or whatever. And the NFC East is bad. My team exists in the NFC East. But we're 1-0. We are 1-0. Now, four (laughs) teams in the AFC South play. That is the the Colts, the Texans, the Jaguars, and what's the other team? Uh, The Titans. None of these teams got a W. Titans obviously played us. Spanked. The Jaguars <laughs> played the Commanders. They lost by six points. But I'll tell you this. The Colts and the Texans played each other, Bethany. And you might be asking yourself, how did they play each other and nobody got a win? They tied. It was a tie wow. game the game. So no team in the AFC South won a game. None of them. Get them out of here. You know what I'm saying? The Eagles barely beat the Lions. Eagles, I'm not impressed. Still trash, still buns. I don't care. I don't want to hear none of that. Um, Washington, y'all beat the Jaguars. So what? Like, so what? You, you were supposed to. You took your kids to the zoo. Congratulations. Cowboys, they didn't <laughs> score a touchdown. Cowboys got smoked. 19-3. Embarrassed. Bums. Get out of here. Uh, the Broncos, Russell Wilson, went, you know, went back into Seattle, tried to go in there and, you know, right the ship and all this shit. And, you know, and, we, and they lost. They lost by one point to Geno Smith. Geno Smith had a very, very great line, a classic line in this. He said, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back, though. That's I ain't right thing. back, though. I love that. Shout out to Gino, man. Yeah. I, I, I do love that. Um, There's a couple other quick things. Uh, the Chargers beat the Raiders. Of course they did. The Raiders are the Raiders. Um, the, the the Browns. The Browns spoiled Baker Mayfield's revenge game. You know, he got all the commercials and all this shit. Wasn't enough, man. They lost. Uh, this, The Falcons. The Falcons falconed, just as you expect them to. They had a lead all game. Jameis went in there. Uh, Ate a W on them, you know? Yo, <laughs> speaking of the Falcons, <laughs> I know you saw that video mm-hmm. of Rotimi and this whole, like, that's Falcons anthem. What the fuck no, that's was what that? They, listen, they had, listen, I'm going to tell you who was right there. They could have went and got Young Nudie. They could have went and got uh, Lil Baby. They could have went and got whoever. They could have went and got Luda, Chris Lover Lover. They could have got yeah. Two Chains. They could have got whoever. And they went and got Rotimi. And if you look at the video, you like, oh, maybe he's spitting. You turn that video on, this man get the, yeah, Falcons, we gonna raise up. Like, come on, man. What are we talking about? That's why they lost. Rise up. You couldn't even raise your voice. You couldn't even raise your voice. You gonna rise up? No, come on, man. Come on. They got Mr. Butterscotch, man. Yeah, That's they, crazy. This dude played Dre and Power, man. You saw what happened to him. Burnt them down, just like the, the Saints burnt them down on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ravens burnt, you know, burnt the Jets. Shout out to Joe Flacco. Um, I love Joe Flacco. I don't, I'm not going. I ain't got no Joe Flacco. Flacco is ever. a fire ass name. I, yeah, I, I love Joe Flacco, man. I really do. Um, yeah, you know, so they when they got that W, the Bears, the Bears beat the 49ers 19 to 10. The Dolphins smoked the Patriots in Bill Belichick's hoodie 20 to 7. And that's about <laughs> it, man. You know, it was it was a great weekend. I'm glad the NFL is back. The Saints are the first team to fuck up the money this year. I had a two-team parlay in, two teams. I had the Giants winning right out, and then I had the Saints winning by, like, six points. The Saints said, fuck your money. That's what they said to me. But that's all good. I got a chance to see a lot of Falcons fans disappointed, so it's whatever. Did you you lose a lot? No, 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 no. So shout out to my bookie, bookie mybookie.ag. They sent me a $20 free play. 
just NFL opening weekend. Oh, and okay. $10 free play. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just play two teams. And I think I stood to wager. Uh, I, I stood to win about like a, like 150 off of that. But uh, it okay. was what it was. Free play, first first week of the season, just getting your feet wet. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Sounds good. Um, you know, when we sp- <laughs> when we first started this episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. the listeners, Mari has been calling me Beth Beth. And <laughs> there's only one person that really called me that. Shout out to my uh, one of my good friends from middle school, who was also my teammate when we played, ba- well, we played ball together. Her name mm-hmm. is Shay. Um yeah, Shay gave me the name Beth Beth. And that so, name is so great. back oh, in the man. day, that name is great. Back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, that was my AOL screen name. Yeah. So, Beth Beth 05 Beth was my Beth screen 05. name. Yeah. And I thought that was really fitting because Ari Lennox just released a new album called yeah, she did. ASL. And, and not if, like how you, you don't know, turned this into as hell. Y'all don't turn the ASL as hell. As hell. Like, what is and that? And that don't even make sense to Ew. me. When I see ASL, I think one thing and one thing only. That's it. Age, sex, location, baby. <laughs> and if you don't know that, you might be too young, no, no, baby. No, 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 okay? You are 1,000% too young for me. If you ain't <laughs> never woke up in the morning before you was about to go to school, and you check your computer, and, you, and the shit you downloaded did not download, and it didn't burn to that oh. CD, you don't know pain. You really don't know pain. Oh. Don't talk to me about, oh, the Wi-Fi not working right now. Yeah, but how about this Lloyd Banks CD I tried to take to school ain't work today? How about that? <laughs> Or somebody picked up the phone in the middle of your and, download. Oh man, and didn't Woo! and didn't click resume. Oh, oh doesn't that hurt? Man, oh, that's that painful, hurts, man. It's painful. But yeah, back back. But back yeah, to this, back to this Ari Lennox. Were you able to check out her album? Absolutely. Not only was I able, I was looking forward to it because right before that, she had just dropped off. You know, a little. I want to say it was a, what was it? A couple songs. I want to say something like that. A little. EP-ish or something. It, it was something. It was something like that, man. If, if, if I, oh yeah, yeah. It was. Yep. It was, it was yes, a couple of joints. Um, and so, you know, listening to those, it kind of it was a, a a way message where she has Queen Space, Tatted, Gummy, No Settling, and Bitter. Five joints on there. Fourteen minutes of music, and No Settling was the song that when I was playing this on the way to take my baby girl to school, my baby girl stopped what she was doing on the tablet and said, "Hey, Daddy, what is this song?" And I told her, I said, "Oh, this is this." <laughs> It's Ari Lennox. And she said, oh, I said, wow, what's up? She said, oh, I like this. I said, oh, you do, huh? But Great she song. likes her. Yeah, she loves yeah. her. Loves Ari Lennox. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I was, I, was able to, I was able to listen to it. I made it my business to listen to it. Shout out to Elite, 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 Elite that works with J. Cole and all, you know, everybody over there. Did a phenomenal yeah. job with this album. Did a great job with the EP. I made it my business to listen to this album, B. And you oh know what? God. I have a I have a new nickname for you. You're like R and B Mari. Oh, because you have really been in your R and B bag have, lately. I gotta thank like, you for, for that real. too, really, because like usually when we had conversations, um, you'll like you'll mention an album, like the Sir album. The last time we you know we spoke and it was all and right. I was like, I was like, oh, oh my shit. god, I was like, yo, I haven't listened to that album for in a those minute. for those who do not know, Sir's <laughs> album, November. Yeah, that's one of them. I'm, that shit is a classic. Just Don't even get me started on that. Like beginning to end, no skips. Beautiful piece yeah. of work, my god. I mean, but shit, yes, you can say like the same thing really, about this. To be honest, yeah, this is a, honestly a really good vibe of an album. I was not taken aback because I'm not surprised. I like her voice. I like her tone. I like what she writes about. Yeah, I like who she collabs with. Yeah, 
you know, she's been, you know, on featuring other people's, especially, you know, she was on Jasmine Sullivan's and I was mm-hmm. really hoping that I would get a little bit of Jasmine Sullivan on this, but it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Sure because good. the one song that just, I, you know how I listen to music straight yeah. through, yeah. but there was one, I was like, let me take this I wanna, back I before see we continue on. Go ahead. I want to see if I can guess it. Was it Boy Bye? Hell yeah, it was Boy Bye. That shit was so. I knew it. It was so reminiscent of like '90s R&B, where you have a collaboration of two artists, where it's just like in a true these collaboration two together. Yes, yeah. where they're talking on the Not song like, and all that. The chemistry is there. Yes, they're setting the scenario. Yeah, how did I know? Because where. Because where we are in R&B is like, everything is so digital. It's like, hey, I got this song I want you to jump mm-hmm. on. And you send the track. They do their verse wherever the fuck they are. And then yeah. send it back. And then the engineer and all the people yeah. mix and master it. But it's like being in the room, being in the studio together. You Different. can tell that this was a real collaboration. And yeah. it was giving like, and I, and I don't like to really compare new school to like old yeah. school artists. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, this gave D'Angelo and Erica Badu Lucky I'm, Day I'm sounds incredible on this album. Because I didn't think I, I I thought I was wilding out when the first time I heard <gasps> this, I, I spent it yes. back to myself. Like I had the same reaction. That's why I, I probably guessed it right. Um, but I uh-huh. spent it back, and in my head, I was like, man, this remind me of that one joint. And I ain't want to really say it publicly because I was like, maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, boy, bye is giving yeah. D'Angelo and Badu. Even the conversation they had, where she like, you so, st-, you know what I mean? And he like, nah, like, yeah, what's up? It felt like a real, genuine conversation that you would like overhear mm-hmm. or have yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I like that. I also mm-hmm. like Queen Space yeah. um, featuring Summer Walker. Oh man! Did oh, you enjoy man. the track with her and uh, Chloe, Chloe yeah. Bailey? Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, there's not one song on this album that I don't like. I will say um, Mean Mug is probably my favorite. And if I'm remembering correctly, um. Mean Mug is the one where she did the the kind of the homage to Pharrell, the don't be afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, she did like kind of that melody. That's yeah. a very underrated uh. song. And when I heard it, it put me in the mind of that. So I wouldn't be surprised if she drew inspiration from that. Incredible song. Um, I was happy at the- Good ear. Yeah, I was happy at this shit because it was it's forty one minutes, which means that not only is it a, a easy listen and like a quick listen, but it's one that you'll run back again and again. Yes. And I've listened to this album probably maybe four or five times, top to bottom. Like wow. seriously. Yeah. And it's it's truly my favorite piece of just art that's out at the moment. You know, it's it's just so funny because people are just like, Look, Beyonce's Renaissance has me in a chokehold. I don't wanna hear nothing else, but I was like, yeah, I can pause Alien Superstar for a second and go check out Ari. And I did, and I really, really enjoyed it. And it seems like this is something I could just put on when I'm chilling in my room, I'm smoking, mm-hmm. I'm just like vibing out. I might have a little company or somebody. You know what I'm saying? Company. Like, this is some cool shit. A little company. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Yo, but it's nah. like one of those, it's, it's rare that like, Every once in a while, someone will give us an album with no skips. Yeah. I will say Birds in the Trap, except for that one song with a black youngster on it. 
<laughs> but uh, that like that's something you can like if you having like a house party, you can put birds in the trap on, on yeah. and let that shit play. Renaissance, you can let that shit play. Depending on what type of house party it is, you might want to put that ESTG on, but I, I'm not sure how long now, that party will take you after that. <laughs> but you, you could put it on, you know. I'm just saying, well, you might. Yeah, you might. But, no, but but this this album is um, you know, and and right now, let me just let me just set the tone for y'all right now. Right now, it's fake hoodie weather for like the next week or so down here in Atlanta, <laughs> and then we'll get back to the high temperatures and shit like that, right? So it's hoodie weather, it's windbreaker weather, it's pumpkin spice candles in the crib weather and this is the perfect music for this kind of vibe right now i listen to it in my car i listen to it in the house this is a phenomenal album yo like seriously like you said i've been in my that's R&B that east bag. coast yeah man this one that's of like the, that's that that's like that east coast midwest because right yeah. here in vegas absolutely not <laughs> however yeah. i can i can burn my incense and you know facts, facts. i can just vibe out to it so yeah Man, shout I, out to Ari's shout out to Ari's whole team shout out to her pen shout out to her mind because the things yep. that she's getting to on this album you can tell <laughs> she took a step up like she you know because even when you listen to um what's the other joint that I love from her Shea Butter Baby Shea Butter Baby yep. Shea Butter Baby was one of those things where it was like oh no she's here now and this mm-hmm. right here I think is like okay not only is she here but she's her steps are like these are dinosaur steps right. now you make a step now, right. motherfuckers going to notice. So, shout, shout out to Ari yeah. for this. This is this is one of them, man. Yes, it sure is. Um, so, we're going to move on to our main topic. Wait, before we get there, I have another story. What's up? It's a quick story. Oh, yes. What's I up? Wanna, I, I love wanna, story time. So, so I want to talk about how the universe is always listening. The universe really understands what's going on. And it will bring you what you want and what you've been asking for when it's time for you to see it. Last week, maybe a week and a half ago, I was having a conversation with my daughter about, like, butterflies and shit, right? Like, we was just talking about butterflies, flowers, whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, I told her about the first time I ever saw, like, a caterpillar, you know, do the whole stage, the cocoon and all that, you know, and make the the transformation and shit. And I said, man, come to think of it, I haven't seen a caterpillar in a long time. And it makes sense because I'm not just outside like I was when I was a kid. So I I, I said, I'm going to start changing that. You know, I'm going to start taking my son out. And just let's go outside and just play in the fucking leaves and rocks and dirt and sticks and all this shit. Let's just go be yeah. You boys. don't have to have a playground to play. That's we don't right. have to have any. Let's just go be boys. You know what I mean? We went to go do that the other day. And what did I find by the tree but a caterpillar? Found the caterpillar. Uh, that shit made me so happy, yo. Like, you don't even understand. It uh, made me so happy because I was outside with my son. He's enjoying it. I'm asking him, is he ready to go back in the house? He's like, no. Like, he's just, so, and I'm making sure, and I'm like, bet. Because that's how I was when I was a kid. You got to drag me in the house. <laughs> so we outside, we doing our thing, we having fun. Found this caterpillar, I showed it to him, I recorded it. And then, today when I went outside, I saw a butterfly. I don't, I don't ever see butterflies, like, just, you know what I mean? I, not that close. Like, I yeah. saw it. It was right I could have left the house at any other time. I left the house at that time. It was a black and yellow butterfly, and it was beautiful. I recorded as much as I could of it, and that shit made me, like, so this stage in my life is, like, I'm really grateful. I'm always grateful, but I'm really grateful, and I'm really appreciative of, like, the things that are just here, the small things that are not so small when you really think about it. Caterpillars and butterflies and just outside, that shit is major. So, do you understand, like, what seeing butterflies, like, symbolizes? Not really. 
So the butterfly symbolizes transformation and personal growth. Mm. I always, so it seems like they're really, placing your life at a very specific time. And I said not really because I always equate that to like new life, a new, you know, something. But I didn't, I didn't really know the, you know, that. Yeah. So until you just said that, yeah, that's um, that's what 2022 has showed me the most, like me, about who I am, what I'm about, what yeah. I want, the things that I really want, and where I'm about to go yeah. in this next step. So. That make perfect sense. That shit made me so happy. Yeah. Though. It made me so like, happy. The fact that you were having this conversation with your daughter and then to go out and just, oh, here's a caterpillar. And then next you see a butterfly. It's like, Man, listen, come on. That shit made me so, and it, and, it, and it just reminded me that like, sure, like sneakers and fucking hoodies and all this type of shit that, you know, whatever, right? A, a mm-hmm. PS5 and you want this? Cool. Yes. But let's not forget about the shit that we naturally have that are, like, these are yes. gifts. It's a privilege to see this shit. Because I can't remember the last time I seen it. And it made me so happy to see that shit. And I was so happy to tell my daughter that I saw it. Like, when I saw her, I was like, oh. Yeah. I said, yo, I saw a caterpillar today. Like, it was, I was excited about a caterpillar. See, like, sometimes you just have to, like, wake up and, like, appreciate nature. Yes. So, instead of, like, getting my son ready for school and driving him to the bus stop or driving him to school. We walk to the bus stop now. It's beautiful. And it's about like a three minute walk, but it feels good. Just, I I leave my phone in the house most of the time, but I leave my phone in the house so that me and my son can have like, yeah, we walk to the bus stop. We talk, I get him like hyped up for, for school. Yeah. But every time we've walked down to the bus stop, he has like pointed out something like, look, hummingbirds. Mm. And like, you see hummingbirds, like, yeah. in the trees and then he'll look over <laughs> at a bush look like there's butterflies <laughs> over here and it's just like he he sees the little things and it just makes you like stop for a second like wow like this is really beautiful shit Man. like i grew up in the south like i wasn't seeing hummingbirds just out yeah like i see I other you know insects and stuff <laughs> 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 few different type of birds <laughs> <laughs> But it was just so beautiful. Like, my son has always been the one to, like, point out things in which, you know, people know that he's really all about the solar system. But Mm -hmm. before he became such a huge fan of the solar system, we can go to the park in broad daylight and I'm pushing him on a swing and he'll look like, the moon. That's beautiful, man. And it makes you stop and look and appreciate, like, wow. Yeah, man, because we got it. It puts things in perspective. Like, we're on planet Earth. Yes. There's the moon out there. This is real. This pl- like this is real. This is shit. real. That shit is incredible. Isn't that beautiful? It's it's incredible. We man. sound we, Mar, we sound so high right now. No, we do. <laughs> we do. And I and I did smoke, but trust me, dog. Like this is not influenced by that. Um, but it's this is just like real life. Like when you really, you know, really learn to sit. And, and, and now as you just said that everything I'm about to say about the sound like the highest shit. Ever. <laughs> but like when you really go outside and just you can just touch a leaf, my nigga. Like yo, this is a leaf, yeah. bro. Like this yeah. shit, real life. You know what I'm saying? So just so just taking my son out there, it gave me a sense of like nostalgia. It reminded me of like the kid that I was when I was his age, and it was like this surreal moment where it's like I felt like I'm looking at myself as a kid, discovering these new things for the first time. He looking at bugs and he throwing shit at the tree, and he like, "Yo, daddy, look, it's a bug. Yo, it's a stick. It's this." And we just we just having fun. We in our element, and I'm like, man, this is yeah. That's what it was about. It's man, something you know I mean? about like 
telling your kids, look, put the video game down, put the tablet down, turn the yep. TV off. Yep, that's Let's that's go my outside. whole goal. That's my whole goal. Our, yeah. our kids get caught up a lot, and you know, having a tablet in front of them and stuff like that. Yep. So I was like, you know what? Instead of me just telling him to put the tablet down, like we talk about with grown men, if you don't, if you can't tell this dude to get off the corner because you don't have an option for him, how you gonna tell your son, hey, put that tablet down? What you gonna replace it with? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go replace it with. Let's go outside then. Let's me and you go outside yeah. and put ten toes down in the grass and walk around and just yep. let's see what's up. So yeah, man, I just yes. it was on my heart to share that, man. I hope somebody out there, you know, you can listen to that, pull something from that, whatever. But it made me happy. Yeah, it made me man. so happy. It wasn't. But you know what this means? Take your get your ass out the get, house. Get go out outside. Go, just go, go outside. Some, listen, you get too caught up in Twitter and Instagram and all this shit, you'll start to think that that's a react. Like no, go snip some air. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whatever type of air you into, you heard? But um, and you know what? My uh, my best friend, she posted a video of my goddaughter who's 11 years old. She went outside and played in the rain. She was just outside, just like letting the Beautiful. rain just fall on her. Beautiful. And I was like, that is joy. She is in, enjoying being a child, just playing in the rain, like. When was the last time you were out and actually just appreciated yeah. the rain? When was the last time you was outside and you wasn't mad at the rain? Like, fuck, man, it's raining. Right. Like, it's, you know what I mean? So, like, that that's an ill perspective that a kid can run outside and, you know, because you got to remember, we were kids once. And we, you know, mm-hmm. I played outside in the rain and we did, you know, shit like that in the rain. I come home yeah. from school, whether it was raining or not, me and my dad, we tossing around the Nerf. I mean, it was a blue and gray joint, the Nerf ball. Like, we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, it's, you outside yeah. in the elements and shit, so... It's important, man. Like, it's really important. Like, and I sound yeah. excited because I really am. Like, that shit genuinely made me happy. Like, it genuinely did. So, yeah, man. I believe you. Yeah. Um, so, for the main topic. Oh, shit. Is that me? Um, <laughs> so, I saw a thread on Twitter. And, you know, for the listeners who may not know this, me and Mari, I like friends in real life. We have some real conversations yeah, no, before and after we record. Like we absolutely, absolutely talk about other shit absolutely. than just like pop culture and music or whatever. Yeah. We talk about friendships and family stuff. Like it's, we talk about life. So I saw this tweet and it made me think immediately. I sent it to you as soon as I saw it, but I'm just going to read these, uh, this thread here. So bear with me guys. (laughs) It says it's from Dana white. His at is it's Dana white. He says, maybe your friends say I'm fine because you aren't going to offer them anything but regurgitated green Brown or vague platitudes about manifesting that won't change their circumstances. Does your friendships even for a moment allow unproductive emotion, just feeling We've learned so many positive ways of telling people they're on their own to figure it out and they shouldn't ruin the vibe while doing so. We've learned how to coach each other to stay productive no matter what. That's not actually care. And when we tire of barely being a soft place because no one is that for us, we pressure folks into therapy as some universal solution that most people can't even afford to sustain. Then shame them if they can't. There's no village. We're just in a crowd. And I'm telling you, folks have never felt this abandoned. Wow. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Now, this immediately took me to a place, because first of all, I have some incredible friends in my life. Yeah. I have some incredible listeners, and I really hope that they think that I'm the same. I provide the same for them. But um, 
a couple weeks ago, I had to go to North Carolina. I had to go home for my uncle's funeral and, you know, to be with family and everything. And when I got back, I was gone for like a week. And when yeah. I got back, my neighbor was like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How's everything? I was like, oh, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I just got back from North Carolina. I had to go to a funeral. She was like, oh, okay, that's good. All right, it's good seeing you. And then she just keeps going. I was like, what the fuck was that's that? Good. I just told you, you I went not. to a funeral. So I immediately good. was like, she didn't process a motherfucking thing. It's just like yeah. a lot of people are on autopilot. It's like, hey, how you doing? But with no intention you of actually... You automatically trained to hear a motherfucker saying, oh, I'm cool. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. But which, in turn, makes people not say how they are really doing because people don't fucking listen. People really don't right, care. Right, because what you going to do about it anyway? Even if I wasn't exactly. doing the best, what you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. So a lot of people are out here pretending like everything is all good. But I... You know, I will say therapy helped me through this where I don't really ever want to be a burden to anybody. I like to take care of my own shit as, you know, things are happening. As life is lifing, I'm taking care of it as best as I can. I really don't try to put that on other people to worry about. But my therapist was like, you might be hurting yourself by not being honest with people when they ask you, how you doing? I've been that person like, oh, I'm good when I'm not good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's just not, yeah. it's kind of like a handicap. So once I started being real with people and saying, actually, I'm not. And do you know what comes from that? Some actual help. 100%. It actually does It weeds out the people who into aren't there help. to help you too. Because if you exactly say that, there's that, people that follow up that with you, part. like, hey, you good? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then other people will be like, yeah. oh, let me, um, let me just, and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 And and I and I get it because we're just trained to be productive and keep it moving and you know, you don't want to be a burden. You just want to, you know, work things out on your own. You don't want to seem like you're complaining. And a lot of people just want to seem like they have all of their shit together. And I think that's part of my thing too, like Yeah. I I need people to know like I got it. Yeah. But you can still be like, man, I'm <laughs> I was fucked up last week. I'm not feeling too I ain't gonna lie, good. I'm getting cooked. I'm getting cooked, okay? <laughs> For real. And it's okay. It's okay. It makes you relatable. Because yeah. if you're just, everything is all good, I yeah. have no problems, no yeah. issues. It's like, it's... but you know, but, but reading that, I was like, no, I feel like I have some friends that I can actually talk to and be real with. And, you know, the, the thing that stood out to me was like, does your friendship, even for a moment, allow unproductive emotion, just feeling? If my friends call me and I can hear it in their voice, like, oh, they just need to get this shit out. I'm going to let you go off. If you cry, cool. I'm not, I'm never going to be like, don't cry. Don't, don't, no. Get that shit out. It's healthy to do that. Like, allow people to express themselves instead of suppressing it. I like Because it, it, it. it it fucks them up in other ways. Yeah, I, I I like that a lot. Um, and I do agree with you with your assessment of like our friendship because it is one that's like podcast aside. Like I don't care what's going on. Like you can hit me up about something and it's I'm here, and I know it's the yeah. same. You know if I hit you up. Um, and yeah. to go back to the thing about being okay, I always tell people. I would I would always say like yeah I'm cool I'm good like no matter what's going on whatever right. 
the very first time in my life that I was ever truthful about how I was feeling was was when my brother passed away. And one of his friends mm-hmm. asked me, was I, was I okay? And I looked at him and I said, no. Because there was no room for me to lie about how I was feeling because I felt so strongly about the truth in that moment where I was just like, mm-hmm. I feel too strongly about this to even be disrespectful to the moment and say like, yeah, I'm okay. Because how dare I say I'm okay and I'm not? And I don't know when mm-hmm. and if I'll ever be okay again behind this. So that's the day I started to learn to tell the truth. But then that's the day I also learned the truth is not for everybody. Because I can go tell 100 oh. people that I'm okay. I can tell 100 people Ooh. that I'm not okay. What they do with that information separates who belongs this close to me and who belongs a little bit further out. You know what I'm saying? So right. from that day, I started moving that way. And to this day right now, like, no matter what's going on with me, I may not share that with everybody. I may not share those feelings with everybody because some people are at a I'm cool level. Other people are at a, man, hey, life, life, man, dog. This shit got hands, like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm straight, though. (laughs) But this shit got hands, trust me, like, you know? And, um, you know, and I think being able to joke about in those moments, like, your vulnerability and stuff like that, it speaks to your friendship with the person. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even if I do hit you up and be like... And I ain't gonna lie, dog, shit, you know, whatever. We're gonna find some common ground to laugh at this shit. We're gonna find a way to make a Martin or a Jamie Foxx joke out of this shit. And, you know, we're gonna turn it into something. You know, you know, it is what it is. It doesn't take away from the severity of the situation. It just gives you a safe place to talk to people. And I do wanna say that since you said that about me before, like, uh, like I'm a safe space, that's become my favorite mm-hmm. compliment ever because it, oh, wow. it speaks to who I am and not like anything else that I didn't have control like I didn't have control over me looking this striking and handsome in this hairline <laughs> so I didn't have any control over that I played a little small part in that you know what I'm saying um that's still a fact let's not let's not get away from that that's still a fact that okay. happened but right. the things that I can control are the things that I like you know as I get older and I mature more I start to place value in those things like yeah i had a hand in that i had a hand in how i can act and how i treat people and how i make people feel yeah. about themselves not yeah. only just me so i think that's important and anybody out there like if you if you have those friendships it's important that you do assessments on your place in people's lives and their place in yours it's nothing wrong with that what do you mean assessment like how do you how do assessments you as far assessment? as like when you look around and you start expecting things out of people because you you have that much love for them, start to ask yourself, are you getting that back from them? And if you aren't, that's okay. Just understand that you guys might be associates and not friends. Understand what you call a friend, who you consider family, who's just an acquaintance and whatever, and place people in their proper categories. Even if you had high hopes for somebody and you said, man, this is somebody I can be friends with. If they show you that they're not a friend to you, you don't owe them your friendship. Now, you can still, you know, if you still find it in your heart, and, it's, and God put that on your heart, the universe put that on your heart to do a, a kind gesture for them, do that. But just go into it, understand that you may not get that back, so don't put that expectation on them. If you got friends, yeah. like I said, just put them in different categories, reassess and understand, this is not a person that's hitting me up, asking me how I'm doing and really caring. This is not somebody I can confide in or whatever. That might just be an associate. I see him every now and then. We speak every now and then. It is what it is. And that's okay. And you know, sometimes it's a bit disappointing because you have oh, like yeah. high hopes and oh, yeah. like, man, we could have really been like, cool man, people, we could have been so. They just, but you know, sometimes that's why it, it just takes time. Sometimes you got to feel things out and see like what's good instead of 
because em- you have people who are immediately like, oh man, I met this person last night, man, they so fucking cool. Like that's my bro. That's, that's my, my bro. Sis. That's my like, yeah. yeah. Like how about you? Four get days to later, know like know this don't person. Answer the phone, man, nigga, fake as hell. Like no, y'all right. don't even know each other. <laughs> you right. Created a fake beef just right there, like for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta give people time like my best friend gabby who you know you've heard her voice notes here on this pod Shout out to gabby. Yep. we have been friends since seventh grade and when i tell you she has seen the good and the bad and the hey. ugly Shout out to my this man is Chubbs. someone i've been friends you, with this nigga since we was like eight years old dog like mm. we grown men with kids now so hey. yeah yeah like having that person that is a safe space is a beautiful thing, especially like you don't have to give them backstory because they've been there the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So they already know how you are. They know how to, how to listen and, yeah. and, and also they know how to hold you accountable. For sure. Now yeah. me, and this is me as a friend, I am definitely a safe space. But when I see that you are not trying to change a situation or or make something better, you're just like, you just want to talk about this shit because you just always in such a, a sucky place. I'm going to ask you, hey, are you like, you just need to vent or you want some advice? That's like, important. I have to ask That's that. That's important. So do you want me to say what I would do in this situation or do you just need to get this shit off your chest because it's bothering you right now? Because I'm not going to be that person that you can just continue just to be like, and can you believe? Yes, I can. You told me 15 yeah, I, times Yeah, I knew before. this was going to Yeah, like I, 100%, 100% I can believe it. Like I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. 1,000%. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, a solution-based person. You know what I mean? Like let's let's talk about a resolution. I'm talking like we need to talk about how we can make things better. I don't like to just sulk and sit into some yeah, like yeah. We have to the be same in a, shit. We have to be in a problem solving business, not the lingering yes. on what's going on. Now again, if you have your gripes, you want to get out about this issue, hundred percent. But just let me know what role I need to play. Like you need me yes. to set picks today, or you need me to shoot today. Well, I can do either one. <laughs> but let me know. Like if yeah. you just want to vent, you just want to get this off your chest. Cool. But you know, if you if you want me to act, help you with this, then cool. Because because there is a time and a place for that. If you want to vent, you may take me helping you as an attack. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I don't want that for us. Oh my at all. god! So just let me. I know. have literally had that happen before. There was this uh, girl that I was cool with. She was dating this guy who was just treating her like shit, and it got to the point where I'm like, I feel like you like this. You like the drama. You like the bad treatment because you have something to complain about. Mm, there you and go. so when, and, and, and I didn't say this aloud to her, but I made this assessment as she continued to like bring this guy up. And I'm just like, why you keep talking about this guy? And so I asked, I'm like, look, why don't you just like stop talking to him? And just me even like suggesting that was like, what you mean? And it's like, they're like, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> okay. So this is someone that you want in your life and you want to continue to deal with crazy, wild behavior as your friend. I don't want to continue to see you going through this. So I would like to offer a solution. You don't want a solution. You want to vent. Guess what? 
How about you vent to this trash ass nigga to somebody else? Yeah, or don't bring that nigga around me because I'm I don't I can't fuck with him now. And, like, and don't bring him around. I know me. I know what's real yeah. now. Like don't let's let's yep. not do that. So yeah, no, you you definitely need to take inventory of that and understand. You know what I mean? Like I know it's listen. I got homeboys who I've been knowing my whole life. I got homeboys I've been knowing for ten years. You know whatever, right? Even even like a little less mm-hmm. than that. But like these are my brothers, and I know that they're a safe space as well because. I could be really going through some shit and I can just go and hit the group chat and be like, yo, bros, this was going on. Yeah. And everybody going to yeah. meet. It's going to be love. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Uplifting. Support. Hey, bro, you got it. Yo, whatever you need, hit me. Yep. Let me know. I got and 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 I, and I look at my circle the same way that Jay-Z said, nobody would fall because everyone would be each other's crutches. That's exactly how me and my guys move. And I love that for all of us. I really do. I do. Amen. Yes. So, you know, I just really want people to pay attention to their friendships and the people that, you know, they consider friends. Yeah, 100%. And like are they really a safe space for you? Or are there they are a not lot of people who living are... up to a title that you shouldn't have gave them in the first place? Ooh. Oh. You know, that takes a lot of honesty and being still long enough so you can think about what's really going on and a lot of people are just out here busy and they got friends that you know, you might have a friend like, hey, I can party and hang out with this person. This isn't someone that I call when I need someone to talk to or safe space. There you go. Or you got someone that's just like, oh, this is my safe space. I really don't want to like hang out with them, but we have great conversation. And It's like music. You know, like You're not listening to, mm-hmm. you know, party turn up music when you're in the bed trying to you know, sort your thoughts out and you're not in the club trying to listen to like, you know, Tali of Kwali and Common and shit like that. So it's a bit like, there's a time and a place for it. Friendships are no different, bro. People are in your life and it's like, sure, they might be saying all the right things. They might be calling you a friend and they might even looked out for you before, but what did they do? Did they do it for you or did they do it to be able to say they did it for you? You gotta really, you gotta really ask yourself that. Really ask yourself and understand that because there's some people out there Mm. that's moving that way. So it's like for me, we don't necessarily have to be the same kind of person. I don't I don't expect you out of, you know, or, or like me out of you or whatever. That's cool. We don't have to be the same type of person. But if we differ in morals, values, and principles, we ain't got a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really don't. We got to share some common ground on things it. that matter to me. So that's just what it is. You said it. That's right. You know, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in. Always, I know always. I'm, we're going to get some messages about this topic for sure. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And and, and but, I welcomed them too because this is one of them. Oh, yeah. It's one of them. Like, I immediately sent it to you. Yeah, hell like, yeah. Like, I was going to screenshot it and post it to my story, but I'm like, nah. Like, I want to send this to the people that I can, I really, like, fuck with because... And I recognize that about you because I don't, you don't come off as somebody who hits up people that you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't, you don't, oh, you don't come across as somebody who doesn't <laughs> like, like you just do it for the engagement. It's like, nah, I'm gonna tap in with my people who I want to tap in with, and I appreciate that yep. greatly because, like, in turn, it's shown me that, like, if that's the way that you express that, then that's the way I need to express that to you in return and like show you that. So even in times when I see something, I'm like, yeah, I'll send it to her later. Like, now nah, let me do that right now before I forget because, like, this yeah. is important. To me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you uh, appreciated that. And, appreciate you, know, you. Again, appreciate you. And to our listeners, tap in with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, 
link is in the description. Follow yeah. us. Talk to us. We talk bike. Yes. Be respectful when you send those right. DMs. You know what I'm saying? We're not. <clears throat> We're not. Because <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know about me. I, I want all the smoke. I don't back down. <laughs> not a thing. Goddamn right. What's good? What's good? Miley, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until next week. We out. We out, man.